The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Mark Henry, it's a Falls Count Anywhere Friday and the world's strongest man, a world champion, and not one, not two, but three different sports, is now a part of AEW. This is his first appearance as a host. We get into his new role with AEW. Also, we spar with Justin Labar about all the news coming out of the world of the WWE right now on the Busted Open Podcast. But, Mark, there is a lot of positive things to talk about in the world of pro wrestling. Seriously, obviously, you know, this is the first time that you've been hosting since the big news that happened last weekend at AEW's Double or Nothing. Uh, Tony Khan is going to be joining us at 1130 a.m. Eastern Time. So looking forward to talking to Tony Khan, not just about this past weekend, but what happened last night with Impact Wrestling. And he's going to be on Impact Wrestling next week so a lot to talk about with tony khan um justin labar uh is going to be joining us at 10 a.m eastern time i'm sure we're going to talk to justin a lot about the releases that took place within the world of the wwe yeah. this week so man there's a lot to get into today on the falls County. yeah there, there's a lot to get into and I'm, I'm really anxious to uh hear from justin labar because you know he he always has the scoop the underground news I want to hear what scoop he had on me signing with AEW. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna have to take. You, him come a on, task, Justin. Right? Give me some news. Give me some news. Let me let me know something. I'll, I'll be able to confirm or deny anything that is said or was said or uh, what he feel like he heard because I know what happened. So uh, this is where probably like Justin's boss, right, is probably like. Calling Justin into the office. Now, this is all fictitious because I don't think there's an office and I don't think Justin has a boss. But no. but bear with me for a second. So <laughs> this is where, like, Justin's boss says, hey, uh, Justin, can can I see you for a second? Yes, sir. Okay, come sit down. So let me get this straight. So you go on Busted Open every single Friday. 
and you talk to Mark Henry for 30 minutes. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, great, great show, great promotion, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you talk to Mark Henry for 30 minutes on Friday, and you have no idea that this guy's going to come out at double or nothing on Sunday and make the announcement that he's now part of AEW? And I pay, and I pay you for what? What, what do I pay you for? Yep, that's about, that's about sums it up. <laughs> so we'll talk Loose to lips sink ships, Dave. <laughs> snitches get stitches. Yes, that's another good one. <laughs> Listen, Mark, you know, and I said this on the air, I, I sat with you for two hours. No? Yeah, yes, oh. yes, yes. Yeah. So for two hours, I don't, I, I have, you know, no idea. No, nobody knew. Dude, you surprised the, the world of pro wrestling, man, with your, again, with your announcement. again, you're welcome. I, I just, Dave, I really believe that the lost art of entertaining a crowd is keeping your damn mouth shut. Everybody wants to be liked so much. Everybody wants to put a tease out. Everybody wants the 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 the, the scuttlebutt to to be oh something is about to happen with this guy or this girl, but that's the worst because I remember I would read the magazines and I would read like Pro Wrestling Illustrated and stuff just to get like the the wrestling news and who who faced who that kind of thing and everything else was speculation in my mind, but then I got introduced to this whole dirt sheet mentality, which I ended up hating because it spoiled all of the super surprises that I would that I was accustomed to just finding out on the fly. So now we realize that some of the stuff is people just guessing. Yeah. And some people have, you know, they've they've almost mastered the art of guessing and coming up with what is going to be said what is going to be done because you have limited options and we 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 do this on this show a lot we have a uh, a strong brain trust of guys that can kind of narrow it down to something within golly a foot or two from the prize but it's not concrete always. It's just speculation. And we say it all the time. This is just our opinion. We base this on no facts. It's, it's just us throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And nine times out of ten, the stuff we come up with is better than what usually happens. But um, nonetheless, stuff happens and we've already kind of seen it. Well, I try to hide that as much as possible. Um, in my matches, I did the same thing. I didn't want people to see it coming. And I hope that the future of wrestling uh, can do that. Well, Mark, we did a Busted Opens the Masters class not too long ago that's available on, on the Busted Open podcast where we talked about the art of kayfabe and the death of kayfabe. It was me, you, 
Bully and Tommy talking about that. And, it, and it's about the element of surprise, the mystique, the magic, you know, where you don't know. You know, and, and, and that's such a gift in pro wrestling of not knowing. You don't need to know everything because I was one of those 5,000 people on Sunday when you came out that jump was jumped to my feet and was yelling and screaming. Like, think about that, fans. Like, if you knew that, if Mark would have came on the air on last Friday and said, hey, wink, wink, make sure you're watching Double or Nothing on Sunday. You just might see... Well, you know, the world's strongest man come out at the Well how how kill it. That, that it would have killed, killed it. It would it would have it would have robbed you of such a great moment on Sunday. Like think about how how great you felt on Sunday when you saw Mark. Think about like for you nation members that listen to this show each and every Friday, you've come you've come to know Mark Henry. You've seen Mark Henry in a completely different light than you did when he was in the ring with the WWE. I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners, Mark, feel like they know you yeah. on a personal level because they get to hear you for three hours on a Friday. So I'm sure when they were watching that pay-per-view, they were as happy as happy could be. If you would have known that beforehand, it would have robbed you of a very, very special moment. Exactly, Dave. And I did not want to do that. And... Uh, and a lot of the nation members I've met, I've met a lot of them with, with my travels and going to comic cons and, and autograph signings. And, um, now that I'm going to be here in Jacksonville, um, I'm going to get to meet more fans, especially the AEW fan. And at some point we have to address in this show, the, um, the haters, because you know what? I, I love the fans. I love the people that that really care and that, that are positive and that they're willing to accept what they get from pro wrestling. But then again, we have the haters. And I had to lean in when I said the haters because they are there and they're in full force. I, I keep hearing this, wow, uh, the WWE is invading AEW and uh, first they had Big Show, then they had Christian, and now they have Mark Henry, and they're gonna bring in more WWE guys, and they're gonna they're gonna put those guys in front of the AEW guys. Whoever came up with that mentality is a moron. Like guys, cut it out. The reason that you bring in those guys is AEW is a new company. You bring in people that have experience. If you have corporate America, let's just say we're corporate America. We're making tire irons. <laughs> this is random something. We're making, yeah. we're making spatulas. Are you going to let a guy that's been making spatulas for three years be the boss? Or are you going to bring in somebody that's been making spatulas for 25 years? I've tried every form of metal that you can use to make a spatula. I've tried every form of plastic. We've done carbon fiber. We've done rubber. We've done, you, you gotta know what you're doing in order to give the best product. Yep. Yep. So you haters out there, think about those that little message today. 
why you bring in. And, and you know what? AEW is not broken. If it's not broke, what's the saying, Dave? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. They're successful already. What our job is now, and I say our because now I work for them, is to fine-tune all you musicians out there. You know when your guitar is off. You know when the keys and the piano are a little bit lax and you got to get everything tightened and tuned. That's what AEW needs. They're successful already. They have winners. Kenny Omega, the Bucks, yep. Cody, Sammy Kavara. And, and I'll go so far as to say, you know who the kids like? They like Jungle Boy. They like Fuego. People that are not super on top. Fuego is not super on top. But the kids love him. And you know what I think should be done? Am I I just, you know, my two weeks? That you accentuate what the kids like because that's that's ultimately going to be your your major fan base. Yep. Because the kids can say, Mom, I want can you get us tickets to AEW? Can you buy the pay-per-view on TV? That's that's what's gonna happen. But on the flip side of that coin, older people, the young people call us boomers. You know that day? Yeah. Call us boomers. Gabby's called me that a couple of times. Ah, man. I'm not used to that. But anyway, we accept news and we support things by a different way than the young people. If it's rebellious, the kids love it. If it's anarchy, if it's against the grain, if it's not my mama's thing, that's what the kids love. But let me tell you how adults consume news. We still like newspapers. We still like to read books, guys. We watch the we watch the six o'clock news. We watch the afternoon news, and we watch the five o'clock. We we listen to that kind of radio. That the the drive is what they call it in a lot of cities. Yeah. That's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the news where old people go. And I'm going to say, hey, guys, have y'all heard about AEW? Have you heard about it? Great product. Supported heavily by the kids, the young people. The demo that, that, that's, that's in the 20s. But we're going to help out the communities that we go to. We're going to Miami. We're going to we're going to Austin, Cedar Park Center. We're going to touch the news and let people know that we're going to support the Boys and Girls Clubs. We're going to support Make a Wish. We're going to support all of the charities that you deem. That's where you get adults. You make people care. Yeah. Adults adults have to care. And they want to see people doing doing work in the communities that they live in, and that's where I want to go. That's I'm I'm trying to get everybody. So if you're not a fan of AEW, 
we're gonna we're gonna fine tune it. There's gonna be some stuff that it's not gonna change. AEW <laughs> is not gonna change. I like it the way it is. I just my my whole thought process is to fine tune it, and I'm not gonna ask any or tell anybody. Hey, this is what you're doing. No, that's not me. If you want my help, I'm right here. Come ask for 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 my attention, and I will give it to you, and help you as best I can. That's that's what you're supposed to do. <clears throat> but in our business, we have this mentality of, I'm your boss. You're gonna do what I tell you to do. Not my philosophy. Not none whatsoever. So haters, start tuning in to AEW. I'm going to show you something. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Sirius XM Fight Nation is your home for the hardest hitting combat sports talk you'll find in the world. Whether it's pro wrestling, MMA, or boxing, join the conversation with us at 877-FIGHT-93. Anytime from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. As we react to the hottest storylines, most intriguing matchups, and more. Oh, my God! Your home for the best all-day combat sports talk anywhere is Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one... Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't Drive Drunk, premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. 
With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Justin, you know, we've spoken obviously a lot this morning about AEW, but let's get into the world uh, of the WWE Uh you know, pretty surprising news this week. Uh, you know, we got the first batch of releases uh, right after, you know, WrestleMania 37. And it was like a feel-good moment. And then, obviously, later in the, the week, we got the list of people who were re- released. Yesterday, uh, or not yesterday, on Wednesday here on Busted Open, Justin, you know, Tommy and I were talking to Mickey James. And Mickey James was talking about her release. And she got very emotional here on the air. And immediately after letting Mickey James go, word came down that there was another batch of releases from the WWE. How surprised were you by the list of names that we we saw come out on Wednesday morning? I was surprised. Several layers to it. You know, we just had a batch of releases just a few weeks ago. So to see uh, another one this close, that's that's unusual. You know, it would from history. Um I can make a I can be an advocate for each of them and you know and say look Lana you know she has a she has some crossover appeal and she's got a you know, extreme social media following and she's put work in to get herself to to learn the in ring portion and not just be uh, a valet and manager uh, you know Ruby Riot student of the game been around you know Murphy talented you know talented international star Santana Garrett she's been around done some you know I can you know but 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 no disrespect to them I I if you would say there's going to be some budget cuts and you know the, the, these these people are going to be part of it i, I guess I, I just i can believe it just based upon what the level of investment appears to be on television and, and in history with those talents but you know alistair black and then obviously even more so braun Strowman throw me because number one obviously you know seems like a very quick decision because you know we're seeing production being done for alistair black and and, and reintroduced and storyline on, on on smackdown and then obviously you know braun Strowman. um you know guys his size guys that have his athletic ability and and remember people he when he came to the the main roster with the Wyatt family he had never had a tv match when he was in he never had one tv match in nxt you know he was doing the small nxt house show loops but you know guys like him don't grow on trees yeah and you know he he, i mean look he he had a mania match with a with a mcmahon a few months ago you know what i mean you know they're getting ready to go back to having audiences for touring and you know, that's an they attraction him to see in the a guy. Marketing. Yeah, that's a that's an yeah. attraction to see a guy of his size, you know, in person. So those two threw me off. Uh, I, I just, you know, I can only assume, you know, again, my perspective. I, I don't know. Uh, I, but my, with Braun Strowman, the momentum was missed. The window was missed. You know, when he when he won when he won the world title due to the the, the, the pandemic changes and everything for Mania a year ago and the start of this pandemic. You know, it was a forced, obviously, title win that was not, you know, it was just forced because of the conditions. Uh, the momentum had already been gone. He should have beat Brock a few years ago. They had, at, at one time, there was an organic yeah, at the feeling. Yeah, there was an organic feeling. And, I, and I've been, at, I was at several of his live matches, bronze, big ones, 
where there was just this organic feeling where the lightning was in a bottle. He had gone from fee-fi-fo-fum big giant to where people had started to love him. And, and again, getting getting babyface on, again, a guy of his size, again, that doesn't happen every day. And so it all felt like there was a perfect storm and Brock is Brock. He's suplex city. He's in the he's in the peak of this chapter and this era of his career. And man, if you could beat Brock decisively, what what an anointment of, of a big man this would be. And they didn't do it. And I think from that point on, there's a window missed. I don't know the internal politics. Maybe Mark can speak on it. I don't know. I don't know if they feel like he's not ready. He's not mature, but it feels like. WWE management must have felt we've got the most that we're going to get out of Braun Strowman, so let's cut that. That's let, let's cut that that pay. He, Justin, he's coming off of a match, a triple threat at the uh, the the WrestleMania post WrestleMania show. Um, probably the best triple threat I ever saw. Yeah, best match of his career, most likely. It was definitely the best match he ever had. And the WrestleMania uh, rewind or whatever you like, man, unbelievable match. The WWE should have been really, really happy and really proud of the product that they put out with him, Bobby, and Drew. Like, that was an unbelievable. Hey, if you're going to go out, you might as well go out on that note. And, and and I got a lot of flack, Justin, because that was the whole big thing with the zombies. And I was like, I couldn't take anymore. And all the fans were killing me on social media. They were like, well, you know what, LaGreca, you turned it off. You missed this match with with Braun and Lashley and, and Drew McIntyre, which was the best of Braun's career. And and Mark is right. At, at, at WrestleMania Backlash, we saw the best match we've ever seen from Braun Strowman and a month later, he's gone. And Mark just said something else that I didn't even think of, and it's so true. Justin, you said that they're going back out on the road. Braun Strowman was being used in the marketing for the for WWE go back on the road. Uh, Aleister Black was just in the main event cliffhanger segment. Main event. E. Yeah, like it's it's like. Like, it, it confuses me as a fan. Like, if you know, we hear a lot of rumblings when it comes to the WWE that they do a lot of things like last minute. They do a lot of things day of, the morning of. We hear that a lot in the world of the WWE. Man, if you're planning on letting these people go, why are you using Braun in the marketing campaign for live events? And why do you have Halster Black involved in your main event segment on SmackDown if... You're going to let him go in a week. It's mind-boggling to me. It, it is. I mean, for all those things, again, it's, it's it seems like a very quick decision. It's not like this is something that's been plotted and strategized for weeks. You know, again, I look again, I look at Braun and Black. You know, again, Braun, that doesn't grow on trees. Look at the progression. As we just said, he's just he's having a great you know, some of his best matches, maybe his best match, and an Aleister Black. You know, a, a guy who put in a lot of dues and work prior to getting to WWE was known internationally but I look at, you know, I'm not looking at, at Tommy and who he was prior. I'm not looking at that gimmick. I'm just looking at Alistair Black. I'm looking at the WWE NXT yeah. created character. This guy had one of the best entrances. You know, when you can stand out on an entrance, that's a huge thing. One of the best entrances. A look, the music. He had a, the full package. And then, oh, by the way, we got in the ring. Watch your head. He's going to kick you. I mean, he, yeah. he, 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 he was intense. And so, again, just two characters that are distinct 
can stand out, have something, have the it that not everybody else. Buddy Murphy. I know. Why? Poor Buddy. Why? Why Buddy? He did everything, man. The dude got better every week. And he did stuff storyline wise that um, you could tell he wasn't writing it. (laughs) You know, it it wasn't something that, that we saw coming. And hey, and then you get rid of him. He's young as hell too. Yeah. Hey Mark. So it's it's well documented. Like when these, especially this batch releases, and then and the batch that happened a few weeks ago. So it's it's been it's well documented that we know that like John Laurinaitis is the one that calls and is actually making the the call, is informing the talent of this. It, I mean, this is a dumb question. Is Vince actually saying yes? A B C D E. We're we're cutting them now, or is this? Something where Vince tasks talent relations, I want X amount of people cut for for whatever reasons or budget or whatever, and then they pick, like I mean, I, 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 it just feels like this as we are seeing stories of this boardroom expanding and getting more mainstream, which is a story in and of itself, and there's just more layers. It's not it's not just Vince sitting at the pool writing TV with with Pat and and Bruce anymore. It's so beyond. Like, do you know or have any idea like the level of Vince's involvement to, with this? Well, I mean, there's a lot of factors that play in it, and I wasn't there. Uh, sure. But and, and this is this is speculation. This is not fact, and and I'll be the first one to say that. But um, it feels like anybody that had a gripe about how they were used, uh, whether their deals were coming up and they needed to be renegotiated. And maybe I want more money. Uh, those are the ones that are gone. Um, you're not going to negotiate with a guy, and they're unhappy, and you feel like, well, if I'm if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be here miserable, I might as well get paid to be here miserable. You know, they got they let those people go. I mean, uh, that's just my that's opinion. It's not fact. Sure. But that's but, what it looked like. And and Mark, we've talked about this. Um, and, and a lot of people's frustration with the WWE is that, you know, we don't see the stars like, like a Cena, a Stone Cold, a Rock. I think now you're realizing why the WWE is doing that. The brand is more important than any individual at the company. I think for instances like this, you could let a Braun Strowman go and it's not going to affect your bottom line because the brand is always bigger than any individual wrestler. So, like, if Stone Cold left back in the day or The Rock or even a John Cena, that would be devastating to the WWE. I don't know if there's anybody on that roster where it's like, oh, my gosh, if he left, it's devastating. And you could even look at the champions. If Bo- if Bobby Lashley was let go tomorrow, would it really affect WWE's bottom line like it would have done done with a Cena or a Stone Cold or a Hogan? I think Roman's probably the only not. Guy. Probably Roman. Roman might be the only argument that you could have. The only only the full time every week guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean if if Brock Lesnar showed up in AEW, that's a big deal. Or John Cena or whatever. But like I'm but in terms of the everyday, every week guys that are there, I mean I think Roman's probably the only one that could have that kind of a an effect an impact now you made uh, a 
you just said about this new regime almost in the world of the WWE. It's becoming very, very corporate. Like you said, mainstream. Talk about like this new regime that's in place, Justin, with the WWE. You know, the Nick Cons of the world. You know, this. Yeah, there's a different type of board of directors inside this world of the WWE, far different than any other time before. Yeah, I mean, you know, Nick Khan, you know, it's, he, his name's been thrown around a lot, and it seems like he's wielding a lot of power. You know, he's been around since last August, but you know, they got new names, uh, three new ones, and I'm I'm learning and learning the bios. Um, you know, there's a Steve Coonan, a Connor Shell, uh, you know, and it's and they all have different backgrounds of what they've been doing. Uh, the the, the uh, Steve Coonan, if I'm saying it right, you know, he was the CEO of the Atlanta Hawks and the State Farm Arena there, you know, there in Atlanta. Uh, he was there for last, you know, six, seven years. Um, you know, he had done some work in TV. He, he'd been with Coca-Cola and marketing. Uh, Shell is the founder and CEO of a new unscripted content venture with uh, Shernan Entertainment. Uh, that's been award-winning producer of film and television for him. Uh, he's done you know, v- executive VP content of ESPN. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, th- these are all, th- this is not just, you know, this, this is all, everything I said, it, State Farm Arena, Atlanta Hawks, Coca-Cola, ESPN. I mean, you know, mainstream entities that are coming into the WWE world. And I, and I always think back and I reference this and it's becoming more and more relevant and f- more frequently. When Beyond the Mat came out in 2001, there's always one of my favorite little clips because I got this interview. They, they, they did this interview you know, with Vince in the boardroom, which you know, Vince has, a, it, relatively speaking for how long Vince has been the public eye, Vince hasn't done a ton of interviews, a ton of mainstream interviews. He hasn't, you know, you know there's, there's, there's a great one of him on Howard Stern. Of course, there's a famous one with Costas, but he, he hasn't done a lot. Now, so I always think about this one. And he's, he's talking to the camera. And he's got his bottle, bottle of water. And he's talking about their process. And mind you, this is being filmed in like 99, 2000 era. And he's like, and then they all figure out what we're really about. Takes a swig of water, nods the head, making movies, and that always stuck out to me. That he, like, he he, he was a visionary. He he did not see them as just, you know, wrestler A, wrestler B, ring the bell. That he saw the grand picture of of what you said a minute ago, Dave. The brand is what yep. needs to be, you know, that the name WrestleMania sells itself a year out before we've even even made a match. And he's gotten to that point. And I and I I feel like he's finally getting almost to like a finish line. I know I know visionaries like him. And innovators don't have finish lines. It's always on to the next. But I feel like we're getting to a finish line with him to where he's finally got. It's not just wrestling people again, sitting around the pool, writing, you know, writing. Them, you know, this is mainstream business people from 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 other you know mainstream ventures that now have stake and say and are helping call the shots of the boardroom from business direction. And, and this is where he's wanted to get it to. He wanted to get this as an illegitimate and as credible business and brand as possible and and he's we can we can bitch about low raw ratings and why are they getting rid of wrestler x and they just released him and they just and this guy's got a great entrance and a great finish but all that x's and o's aside that we as wrestling fans and analysts break down the big picture is yes they're making more money than ever the brand name itself is is, is above everybody rightly or wrongly their biggest show of the year sells itself without even having to know who's fighting they have they have a country that's paying them tens of millions of dollars to bring that same production over you know twice a year i mean i feel like he's finally getting to a finish line and i don't know what that means i don't know if that's just his life's work i don't know if there's a sale but but that but we are i feel like he's finally culminating what he's been strategizing to do for 20 plus years wow look at you look at you putting the bow on it you said the finish line that and then you just said in the last thing you said, sell. 
Do you think, Justin, that 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 Vince is preparing to sell? Do you think that he's he, he's at the finish line? That you know what? I'm almost eighty years old. I think I can. I think I can move on. You think that's where he is? When you go to sell a house, you start doing. Uh, usually, you start doing. You know, if anybody's a homeowner who knows this, you know, you, you do this project. Okay, I'm going to save some money, save some time. I'll do the next project in the next spring or next season. You know, but you start doing a lot of projects in a row. You start putting in a lot of money because you're trying to up that value. You, know, you start you start redressing and redecorating, get ready to get ready to have the open houses and the showings. That's a lot of this feels like that. Oh, we can do one more quick batch and we can save another X amount of million to just show how much better this quarter was in the previous quarter that that previous quarter was a record quarter. So we just, we just did two record quarter. Like you start thinking about these things and somebody had asked me six, like six, seven years ago. Um, Oh, you think WWE would ever sell? And I said, hell no, this is a family business. They're never selling this and that, you know? And I, but I said, I was like, but if they ever did, you know, maybe Disney, you know, Disney would appreciate the live event entertainment that they do. And Disney has the money, you know, and now, and now here we are in 2021. And I look at like, you know, there's Disney Plus there, and Disney Plus is expanding out of what they do. And then you obviously NBC and Peacock, and the network's on Peacock. And I'm like, there's a lot of suitors, and this streaming game is that's where and we're you at. Fire the the most expensive managers and executives on the in the company. You clean house, and then they just drop 35 people in that LA department. Yeah, 35. The people that I work with on shows and show ideas and like they're all gone. They're done. Yeah, it's it's just I don't. It, you can people they they hired another guy to come in just now recently. You were just saying uh, that's going to be in charge of TV, the California, uh, the Hollywood. Like the I I've seen this before and read about it before when you're uh going to sell a company it just it just looks like that i mean i'm i'm not saying that that's going to happen because of something i know because i don't i don't know but it's from the you talk about perception is reality it looks like it i'll say this though but before people freak out if, if, of the thought of the sale i i i, I could not imagine if if there was going to be a sale, if there was people, mind you, on the soundbite, if there would if there would be it would be contingent on a, a few agreeables, things like again my speculation, but I would imagine things like if I sell to you, Stephanie McMahon remains chief brand officer for X amount of months or years. Paul Levesque remains this in with this amount of power on the storylines and talent for X amount of months or years. Like it would not be a sale of just here it is. Here's the keys. And the next day, nobody's recognizable. It it, it, it would be contingent upon certain things. Allow these people to prove to you that they are, they should still be here or or allow them time or allow it to them time to find out if they still want to work for you. But it would not be a case where, McMahon's all of a sudden just out. Like it, it would be a contingent on these agreeables for X amount of months or years. That, or I mean, they could just say, "Let's take NXT," and you know, it's it's considered, uh, even though we always say main roster, uh, performance center, developmental. Like it's actually completely separate from WWE. It's not based in Connecticut. They do all the shooting here in Florida. 
the performances here in Florida, like you can separate the two very easily and Raw and SmackDown go and NXT stays with Triple H. I mean, that's a possibility. It's all speculation. I, and so this is, I mean, this is all speculation. Fantasy warfare. This is, this is just us, you know, shooting the shit with the nation, but we don't know anything about a sale or potential sale. I don't know nothing like about that. it. But, I, but I've been involved out, I've been involved with where I've been with a company that's gotten bought out or sold. That's happened to me twice. And Justin, when you were saying about, well, the contracts are being signed, but you got to make sure that, you know, Stephanie McMahon is still, you know, CFO and triplet. That always works for a while, but then that changes because once you don't have the stranglehold on that anymore and you, that's good for the transit transition of things, but those things always change. And, and that, that, that's usually across the board. The one thing that worries me, Justin, as a pro wrestling fan, and again, I'm talking strictly as a fan of pro wrestling. The, a lot of the people, and, and Mark was saying about all the number of people that were let go, all the people that were let go for the most part are wrestling people. The people that are br being brought in are not wrestling people. So for me as a fan that enjoy has enjoyed this product for decades and seeing how this product is now currently and now you're bringing more people for, that aren't, aren't from the wrestling world and you're removing people from the wrestling world, that's what worries me as a fan. For sure. I mean, I, you know, it's one thing to have, again, non-wrestling people in the boardroom making strategized decisions for the stock and for the, for, for, for high level business, uh, you know, entertainment. But I think it's important to keep the triple H's of the world. You know, th those people are still involved, you know, it, it, with the day-to-day -day minutia. That's why I say contingent upon let, let the, let the wrestling people we do still have here, still run the X and O's wrestling. You can run the boardroom and be reputable to get us our, our mainstream sponsors and corporate sponsors, but let, let the wrestling people that are still there still run the wrestling. And that's what I think is going to be key in all of this, whether there's a sale or no sale, it's just as we move forward, let the wrestling people still handle the wrestling. Yeah. It goes, we're both football guys. So it goes back to an interview I heard with Bill Parcells years ago when he was the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He would go to Jerry Jones and be like, why are we having training camp in Oxnard, California? Why are we not doing it here? My guys have to travel, the extreme heat. And Jerry Jones was like, well, but we have sponsors out there. We have Pepsi out there. You know, we have, we have deals out there for fans to come and watch, like, you know, Jerry Jones was the business guy and Bill Parcells was the football guy. But as we saw in time, Jerry Jones started like, well, now I know the football stuff starts getting more and more involved in the football decisions. And now we're talking that it's been, what, 30 plus years since we've seen the Dallas Cowboys in a Super Bowl. Because know, know your like The Rock says, know your role and shut your mouth. You so do the business. I'll do the football with the WWE. It's going to have to be the same thing. You do the did, business and we do the wrestling. They what did Tuna say? He said, "Hey, if I'm going to if I'm going to cook the meal, allow me to buy the groceries." Yep. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. 
Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.